time I get rocked for my kids. Is that real? Till the sun come up Crack a 40 when the sun go down It's a cold winter Y'all better bundle up And I better be a hotter summer Grab an onion just to rock it down You hot now, listen up Don't you know cops' sole purpose is to lock us down Alright, here we go Another week Another week is coming going in the NFL Week 9 is the look back And officially we're halfway home Already, we're halfway home in this season My God and it's been a crazy first half, and obviously the second half is going to be just as nuts, even more, as we get down to that home stretch. Thanksgiving's a few weeks away. More importantly, next week we make history. We officially make history with the live show. And a lot to, to, to look into. We'll talk about that later on in this program. But obviously we will start like we always start with the Eagles game. And, boy, if the Eagles, if they're going back, if they're going back to the to Super Bowl, they just love to put you at the thrill of the seat. You know these these nail biting finishes. I mean, of course, the Cowboys game lived up to the hype, promoted well. The game went the way I expected it to, back and forth. Cowboys came in here with a game plan. They actually led at halftime. Dak did play a very good game, but obviously, at the end of the day some mistakes, and obviously the Eagles' defense making moves when they needed to. Though I'll, I'll admit, I did not see the, the very end of the game because I got real, real wussy scared because of the damn damn penalties and the fact that they were ready to steal it. They were ready to steal the game. But luckily, that did not happen. Oh, where, where did you go? <laughs> uh, what did you do? Somebody's trying to call me, but, I, but I'm not picking it up. They, they, I was saying they, how you missed the end of the game. What did you do? What you did no, buy in no. the closet? Yeah, right. <laughs> the no, hell, man. no, see, see, I'm at my buddy's house. I'm at Josh and Buddy's house. You know who you know I'm talking about, Kwame. I do. We're we're watching we're watching the game. We're watching we're watching the game. And then obviously we see all this crazy shenanigans at the end. It looked like the Eagles had it all wrapped up. But you know, these fourth quarters in these robbery games do get kind of crazy at the end when you have a lead and somehow the Cowboys were able to find a way to get back into it and had the possession at the last minute. And then I'm like, they're going to blow this game. They have all these stupid penalties, roughing the past or all this shit. So I just head on out of there and just pray that they did not blow it. Luckily they didn't blow it. They got a couple sacks. They got a, they got a, um, <laughs> They got penalties, and of course, the Cowboys. You know, you know when they play, Cowboys, they always get all these stupid penalties. So, at the end of the day, it was it was. I I, I went home, I I got to Wawa, and I actually felt better. I actually felt better because I was about to throw up. But luckily, it did. But look, I, in my mind, I wasn't really ready to throw up. But I, but in my mind, but luckily mm. they did hold on. They're eight and one. They're 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 in their bye week. They're two and a half games ahead of of the Cowboys now, which is breathing room for this time of the year. And also, they're two games in the win column ahead of the next best NFC team, the Lions, who are on a bye this week. So, my question to y'all, and and I'm sure all three of y'all agree, the Cow the Eagles are probably a lot to go back 
to the Super Bowl this year, most likely, and be at least in the at least in the NFC Championship. The road's coming back to the link, looks like. But who is their biggest competition? Who is their competition? Is there any competition? Is there anybody in this conference that's that you think can stop this Eagles team? Is there anybody? Or is the Eagles are now on November 8th, three months away, or four months away, actually, a, yeah, three months away, a lot to go to Vegas? All right. Well, um, I'll start with the game, and then I'll let you guys go around because I got something that ties into your second part there, Rob. But, um, um, you know, I always – I've been giving you, like, Good point, uh, guys. That I want to say for that, guys. I want to call out for doing a good job. Guys, I want to call out for doing a bad job. I don't really have a third thing, but I'm going to start giving out a game ball, like the game MVP. So that'll be my third thing that I throw at you. Um, so we'll start with the good. I mean, right off the bat, Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick, they came up big. They were pressuring uh, Dak all night. Um, Josh Sweat had six pressures, one sack. Obviously, that big sack at the end of the game. Um, that puts him with six and a half sacks on the season. And pretty much, well, basically nine games in. So basically the halfway point. And uh, he, those six pressures also has him now tied with Micah Parsons for the NFL lead with 50. So 50 in nine games. So Josh Sweat came up huge for us, man. And then Hassan Reddick, you know, seven pressures. And he had a sack that puts him at 43 pressures and seven and a half sacks on the year. And he didn't do anything those first, like, what, two or three games when he had that cast on his hands. So yeah. he's coming on. He's coming on, man. And then third guy I got to give a shout-out to is obviously Jalen Hurts. I mean, he didn't put up huge numbers, but, I mean, his toughness was right on display in this game. You know, we saw late in that first half, he took that helmet to the knee, which was already mm. banged up. The guy came out, he played on one leg and guided us to 28 points against this defense that's supposed to be so great, you know. Um, right now, he's got to be one of the – possibly the favorite for NFL MVP because, I mean, we wouldn't be anywhere close to 8-1 without him, man. I mean, the only other guy you can make a case for for MVP, I guess, would be um, Lamar Jackson. Mahomes isn't playing at that – it, well, he's, he's he's doing good, but their offense really hasn't been great. Their defense has been winning them games. So I think it's between Hurts and Lamar at the halfway point. Um, and one thing, you know, Hurts, he's 10-0 and 0 with a um, – he, he's 10-0 and 0 against teams with a winning record since 2022. So, I mean, you know, he, we go up against playoff caliber teams and he, he comes up big every time. So got to give him his, his credit. Um, the bad parts of this game, there were a bunch. I mean, it was looking good for pretty much for three quarters, and then the fourth quarter came around, and it's like we tried to give it to Dallas. We, we said, here, here, Dallas, take this game from us. And in mm-hmm. typical Cowboys fashion, like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't want it. You take it. You take it. You have it. <laughs> so they gave it back to mm-hmm. us. But, I mean, we can't keep doing this, man. We keep – this is becoming a habit with us where we get a – big at least in the first half possibly later in the games and we like give the game away you know we almost did it with minnesota we did almost did it with new england we did it with the jets they gave that game back um both both redskins games i mean we got to put teams down go up 28 to 17 we gotta we gotta finish them off we can't let them come back 
It's, I, I know it's a, a divisional game, divisional rivalry game, Eagles, Cowboys, all that. It's going to be tough. You know, it's most likely going to be close. But when you have a team down and you're ready to finish them off, you got to step on their neck and finish them, man. Can't let them come back. Um, obviously, that Dallas Goddard forearm fracture, that's going to hurt us. He's going to be out for probably at least a month, probably going on IR. So we'll see how long he's actually going to be out. I haven't heard yet, but we'll see. Um, DeAndre Swift's got to be called out, man. Two two bad fumbles almost cost us that game. His yards per carry, 2.4. I mean, he had a bad, bad performance. and He's, he's been good, but the last few weeks, he really hasn't done much for us. He's got to step it up, man. I know he's – I know he, this is his contract year. He wants the big payday, but – you saw Miles Sanders last year. I mean, he had a big season, and he didn't get some monster payday. So, if you want to get paid as a running back, you gotta you gotta be consistent. You gotta you gotta play well now seventeen games at a high level. You can't just play have a good five game stretch and then live off that the rest of the year. So, come on, man, you gotta you gotta step it up, Swift. Um, and obviously, the the pass defense, man. Another quarterback that threw for almost 400 yards, three back through for 374, three touchdowns. C.D. Lamb, 11 receptions, 191 yards. Uh, Jake Ferguson, 70 for or seven for 91 and one. Um, we got to figure some stuff out there. And I know, okay, Avante Max is hurt. I mean, we've had enough time to figure out the nickelback position. Now, maybe Bradley Roby coming back will help out some, but. I think a lot of this is on our is on Sean Desai and the coaching, the the play calling on defense. We got to come up with we we got to come up with a way to uh, mask the one big hole that we have on the defense, which is our nickel cornerback. I mean, we we're, we're supposed to have two awesome cornerbacks that we're paying big money to on the outside. You know, we got a, a, a really good pass rush. I mean, you know, you got to you got to scheme your defense to mask your holes. Nobody's nobody's perfect. Everybody has a hole. So you got to come up with something, you know. You got to come up with something better. Maybe blitz a little bit more. I know, it's, I know the shot, the side doesn't like the blitz, and I know it's not necessarily a, the thing in the NFL to blitz all the time. But maybe a little bit more. Get some extra pressure on the quarterback. Hit him some more. Do something, you know. Have a like we did later in the game. I guess have a Slay follow CD Lamb around. I mean, we're at, there were points in the game where we had Sidney Brown, rookie safety, matched up on one-on-one on land in man coverage. I mean, you can't do that. And then one other bad thing, one guy that I got to say something about is Dak. He put up big numbers, but he came up small when we, they really needed him, that two-point conversion. I mean – it, it, I mean, if there's one play where uh, you, if somebody, if somebody asked you why is does Dak have such a bad playoff record? I mean, that's just show him that one play, man. That just show him that play. That's why this guy is. He, this guy isn't. He's not Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts is out here on one leg doing anything that needs to be done to get the victory. And Dak, he needs to pick up a yard. And he steps out of bounds. He all he had to do is maybe take a shot from uh, who was that that was almost about to hit him. Kind of pushed him uh, out of bounds. Yeah, I forgot who it was. Yeah, all he had to do was lunge forward, reach out. He might have gotten hit me a little bit. It wouldn't. He wouldn't have gotten crushed or anything. He would have taken a yeah. slight hit. It would have been mm -hmm. an easy two point conversion. But typical Dak fashion, he he didn't want to put his body on the line, and that's what happened. So 
That's why Dak loses in the playoffs. That's why he's not a star. Or well, he is a star, but that's why he's not a, a playoff, you know, a Super Bowl quarterback. Let's put it that way. And the game ball, I'm just giving it to Jalen Hurts this time. I mean, again, the guy, his toughness, his leadership. I mean, everything. Like this, he's just he was he was the he was the player that won us this game. And uh, oh yeah, one other thing I, I saw here was uh, passer rating when trailing this year. Jalen Hurts leads the NFL at 121.4. And you know who's last in the NFL is Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Yeah, I I saw that graphic too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my nature. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I saw that. So, yeah, that's that was about right. Um, (laughs) And so far, this is the only game this year that Dallas was in a close one. And of course, they lost. Either they Blue teams out with five wins, or they got blown out by the Cardinals and the 49ers. So I knew as the game got tighter or that the game went on that uh, there's going to be a close one that we were winning. We're, we know how to win. We're used to this. We've been doing this all season, and they don't. And we one thing you also know about Dallas, and I could just say that's it, our Prescott. He's just not the man for the job. He's just not the man for the tight games, not the man for the playoffs. Um, yeah, his numbers were kind of nice. 29 for 44, 374, three touchdowns, no interceptions. But uh, it goes to show when you hear all the commentary afterwards, including his own, what he was saying in his post-game press conference. You know, there's, he's talking stuff about, yeah, you know, it was a, a hard-fought game, it was a close game, and you know we showed that we can com- compete. That's a sad, sad thing to say. That lets us everybody know you are not at this level. <laughs> that you are just happy to be there, like you know, like as if you were playing. You are the JV team playing the varsity team. You're just happy to if you're a Division two playing Division one. Hey, you kept it close. Rah rah rah. That's sad. <laughs> Meanwhile. You go to our locker room and Jalen saying we got to do better. I'm not satisfied with what we did. And you was, if you took the two press conferences, you would have thought Dallas won (laughs) and that we lost. And then I'm hearing the commentary on first things first, which I never listened to, but I happened to stumble into it on serious radio because I was listening to something else. And I heard, um, those characters talking about, yeah, you know, I don't like to call it a moral victory, but, no, Cowboys did play well. <laughs> like, God, this is sad. We're just giving them a pat on the head. We're just trying. Well, that's beautiful. We'll take the division title. Then we'll go ahead to the Super Bowl and y'all can sit home again and watch. Um, and but uh the the pluses I say for the Eagles. No turnover, surprisingly. Now we tried. We dropped the ball three times, but we somehow got it back <laughs> every time. But we tried to give it up. Hurts, no interceptions, 17 for 23. Uh it's seemed like I get more than 17 completions, but that was that was it. Uh 207 and two touchdowns, no picks. Like I said, got hurt in the end of the first half, and ooh, all of our hearts dropped. <laughs> you know, like oh boy. Oh boy, that did not look good. But 
He went to halftime. I guess he took some shots <laughs> and came back out ready to go. And he still did some running. Um, he uh, still finished with 10 carries of 36 yards. Uh, like I said, right behind Swift, who had, a, like I said, very low average. Hasn't been breaking through like he was those first four games of the season. Uh, so I don't know what to blame. Um, if I'm not sure if the holes aren't there and he's just not doing it. But the dropping of the ball, that's a problem on his part. He's got to yeah. figure that out. Um, and so our rushing game has been somewhat, you know, pedestrian lately. Uh, yeah, the Cowboys outgained us by 100 yards, 108, uh, uh, 12 to be exact. Um, so, I'm sorry, 114. And so that's unusual. Um, but we know how to win the game. And that's what's most important. So I'm very pleased. Sad to lose Goddard. Um, well, hopefully, I knew once he hit that ground, he was just staring at his arm. I said, oh, boy. Yeah. Something went wrong there because uh, uh, he didn't even want to move. Yeah. And uh, so was, uh, we'll miss, definitely miss him. I'm hoping maybe Howie will work something out with the Cardinals. Bring back Ertz. That would be nice. Well, we're past the trade deadline now, so they can't even I make know, That's true. That's right. Maybe he can convince them to <laughs> to to waive him. <laughs> and, you know, we'll do some backdoor payout, you know, to the Cardinals, you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't sleep on Grant Calcaterra. He's, he's not a bad he, – he's got some talent there as a fast catcher. And then, obviously, Jack Stoll can block. So, between the two yeah. of them. They can get one decent tight end, maybe. <laughs> yeah, two for one. Yeah, so hey, see what happens. But I, uh, um, I am pleased with where we are. So happy to have a bye. Um, as we get ready to go play the Chiefs, or on their bye, so it's going to be a great Monday night game week and a half from now. Uh, what I will say about this game. I mean, you got to give it up to the the Cowboy offense first because they decided to throw the ball. They kind of, you know, abandoned the run because they knew they had to give us a fight in this game or to win. Uh, the, the defense did step it up, even though at the end of the game, it, it, I don't know if it was, uh, you know, just the way that the defense was going and stuff like that. But, you know, they stepped it up with some late sacks and late plays, and, and that's what got us to win on top of how Hurts played. But other than that, it's uh, it's just good to be, uh, you know, where we're at, 8-1. and one. We're up two and a half games, uh, and it's a much-needed bye week. And what I will say, you know, to Rob's question in the beginning, is or to answer that is the the team that it, you know uh, scares me the most in the NFC is the Lions, because I think they have the offensive power to possibly match with us, and their defense is quite surprising this year. So, you know, I turn back to Rob now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Kwame, man, y'all didn't even get answer my second question about. Who, who's the threat? Who, well, like the I, Eagles, uh, like I said, I'm going to have you guys go. I got something to, uh, to talk about that's related to that. So I'll, I'll be right. after you talk. All right. Well, 
to, to the game. Unfortunately, I was distracted because the NASCAR season was coming to an end, and that was against the, the Eagles game. But I was watching on my phone, and then once that the race was over, we turned it on. It was by it was by by the third quarter by that point. But obviously, we knew what kind of game this was going to be. It was going to be a battle. It was going to be a war. Two teams that know each other very well, and obviously try to be on one level versus the other. But obviously, when you look at this game, you know we just survived basically at the end. But we had we we had great, you know, Galen was good, and everybody, you know, AJ Brown. Unfortunately, his streak of one twenty five plus receiving came to an end, but he still was effective. You know, Devontae Smith loves playing the Cowboys. I think he, he's got five touchdowns against them in his career or more than that. So, but obviously, yeah, we did fumble the ball three times. Luckily, we we caught all three of them because the last one nearly sunk us. But obviously, this game was also ugly because at the end because of the penalties. The penalties that the refs were calling and roughing the passers and all that, which scared the living daylights out of me. Maybe get out, get out of Josh and Buddy's house quick. But at the end of the day, you know, we are eight and one. We are in, in control. And obviously, you know, we're getting into this the hardest part of our schedule. But I was telling somebody earlier, I think I was telling Kenny, Kenny this earlier in our other discussion, our other Zoom talk. I'm not worried about the, the next several weeks. I'm not. I mean, the Chiefs obviously is going to be a challenge because it's in Arrowhead, but they're not offensively elite at all. They just they don't run the ball consistently. A lot of teams are struggling running the ball this year for some reason. But they're, they're you take Travis Kelsey out the game, who's going to beat? Who's going to beat? Who's going to beat? I mean, I know their defense is tough, but we can maneuver that defense. That's a defense you can maneuver, and I just. I think that they can win that. I think they can beat the Chiefs. I really do. I feel, I feel very confident about that that Monday night game. Then obviously they play Buffalo, and hate to tell you this, Matt. I think the Eagles are going to trounce them. I, I just Buffalo, something's not right with them. Something's not right with them. <laughs> then the 49ers game, and God knows where the 49ers will be by that point. They're they're on a bye. They made some uh, changes. They brought in Chase Young. Obviously, to boost that pass for us, but obviously, Brock Purdy has been exposed. He's a system quarterback with no talent, and unfortunately, if he can't get his act together, then the 49ers could be in trouble. They could be in trouble, and by that point, by the time we play them, they could be raving the white flag on on being actual Super Bowl contenders. Of course, Dallas the second time around could be tough for us. It is in Jerry World. We struggled there all of a sudden. We haven't won there since 2017, so that could be a bad. That could be an issue. But really, I could. It'll be Seattle, so I I can really see them going three and one, or worst case three and two in the next five weeks after this bye. So, really, when you look at it, the Eagles are in really good shape. They should be the one seed. You know, I I, I mean Detroit. We got to see how good they are, but my Ravens trounced them. So who, how good are they? We we know they're good, but how good are they? We don't know. And really, there's nobody in the, end of, the rest of the conference that, that's worth, worth a damn right now. So really, at the end of the day, we're 
we're we're in good shape. We should be ready to start thinking about Vegas here. You know, Kwame's going out there. That's his that's his favorite place. You know, he's he might be out there on that weekend, that crazy weekend. Regardless, weekend. so so we'll see. So we'll see what happens. But at this point, the Eagles are in are, are in are in the driver's seat. At this point, when you have the lead that we have and everything's clicking, I mean, really, not many teams you worry about at this point. So, but obviously, as you were saying, Matt, you want to say it later about the contenders or no? No, I'll talk about that now while we're while we're talking about it. And you asked the question about who's the biggest threat for the Eagles. I mean, you, you said that oh, it's almost a lock that the Eagles are going to be in the Super Bowl and number one seed. I mean, it's, we're only halfway through the year, man. Nothing's a lock. But when you look at the schedule, you know we got we 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 got the first win out of six tough games. Which is key. One of them, I mean, it's the Cowboys for one. So we, you know, if you're expecting them to split with the Cowboys, we already got that one W. So next time we play the Cowboys, you know, it's almost like we're playing with house money. We came in yep. expecting a split. We got a shot for the uh, to sweep them, but if we lose, we still split. So you know, we're kind of playing with house money with the Cowboys series, if you look at it that way. But yeah, the I, the way I'm looking at it, man, we need to go two and three in these next, or two and one in these next three games. If they can do that, they've almost locked up this the number one seed. Um, it doesn't matter who they beat, in my as far as I'm concerned. But you look at it. Um, that's if they can go two and one, like they'll have they'll be they be in those three. Then they're down to two losses. Um, that Cowboys and Seahawks game the fourth and fifth game of this of this stretch. Um I think all they got all they gotta do is go one and one, which they will. I don't see them losing both those games. So basically they're down to three losses and then those last three games of the season are two against the Giants, one against the Cardinals. They're not losing any of those unless they're benching all their players in week 18. So basically that puts them at 14 and three for the season. You look at the three teams that are the contenders I'm not even counting Seattle. I don't think they're on the same level. Um, the three teams that are contenders to try to take the number one seed, you know, you got one is Dallas, who we just beat. Um, you look at the, their top five teams that they have left. They got Seattle, Philly, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit. They already have three losses. If the Eagles finish 14-3, and three, that means Dallas just a tie has to win out. They're not doing that. San Francisco has three losses. They're top five teams that they play the rest of the year. Jacksonville, Seattle, Philly, Seattle, Baltimore. They're not winning out. So they're they're out, even if they beat us. Um, and then Detroit, they only got two losses. They only they only they only have one more than us. Um, and their schedule's pretty nice. Their top five teams that they face are the Chargers, Saints, Minnesota twice, and Dallas. Mm -hmm. I mean I, I still possible, think they're gonna lose. What's that? It's possible that they could get they can threaten us. It's possible. I don't they're not gonna win out. I highly doubt that. So, but if they lose one, then they could finish 14 and three. And if like I said, if the Eagles go three and two in these next five, then we're at a tie, and then it goes into tiebreakers. Um, but I think Detroit's gonna lose two games out of their uh, in the second half of the season. So 
I think all we have to do is go two and one in these next three. I think we'll split with the Cowboys and Seahawks and we'll win out those last three games. And that's a 14 and three record. That's the number one seed. And the road to the Super Bowl is back to the through Philly. And uh, I agree with John. I've been saying it all year. When we did our picks in the preseason, I had us going up against Detroit in Philly in the NFC Championship game. That's still how I think it's going to end up. Um, so, yeah, I think Detroit is the top threat to us, not just because they're the only team that has a shot at even tying us in terms of our record at the end of the year, but just because I think they are the second-best team in the NFC. So they are the biggest threat. But especially coming to, in the Philly, if we actually play them in the NFC Championship game, I don't think they have what it takes. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't agree with you more. I was just looking at Detroit's schedule like, hmm, yeah, it's kind of a nice schedule. The next five games with the Chargers is going to be interesting this Sunday. Um, yeah. Like then you got the Bears and then the Packers and then the Bears again. <laughs> yeah. So they they can start pop, pack, picking up some wins, but that final three games is Minnesota, Dallas, Minnesota, mm. and Minnesota might be okay. Yeah, to my surprise, you know, don't <laughs> they lost their quarterback and they're down to third string, and the, the third string guy comes flies in from five days earlier. And lights it up. <laughs> now will he continue? We'll see. Um, and uh, but that's gonna be interesting. And uh Dallas will be fighting to get a wild card spot that time this season. So uh that could be an interesting finish for Detroit, but they might by that point have 10, 11 wins <laughs> and uh feeling pretty good about themselves. And uh it says San Fran. They got some work ahead of them, man. Um, losing three straight. They have this bye, but now they got to go to Jacksonville. And just a few weeks ago, would have thought that game totally differently. Yeah. <laughs> and now Jacksonville is on a five-game winning streak and looking good. And now you got to come across the country and play them. Woo. That's, that's going to be real interesting. That will tell us a whole lot. We'll know a lot about them after this Sunday. Um, but I'm not, like I said, I don't have that fear of them. Uh, I, I was never scared. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm scared of anybody because I don't need to be because I, I, I think I'm sure we have the best team. But um, uh, so between them, Detroit, San Fran, I mean, who else is threatening in the NFC? We're not worried about the house. Or I took care of them. I already told, told my Cowboys buddy, Cowboys uh, fan, that, hey, you guys will probably beat us in Dallas. Who cares by then? <laughs> might let you have it. So you're no, you're no threat. What's left? Yeah, that's it. So uh, I see Eagles making their way to home field advantage. And once they take care of their business, they're back. Yeah. All right. So at this point, we all in agreement. I mean, looks like the, the, the one seat is, is ours at this point. But anything can happen. This this season's given us some surprises and and some some kind of rough rough roads for some teams. Some teams we thought were going to be good 
aren't as good. And some teams that might be better, we'll see. I mean, but obviously Detroit is the outliner because we haven't they haven't as good as Detroit has been this year, we have not they they're not used to being a top front a top flight team. We've watched enough football in our lives to know that. So we'll see how they handle being a top flight team and a contender. So I mean but obviously why why the Eagles in Detroit are looking good. There are several teams that hope to be in the postseason. And this was supposed to be the reaction overreaction episode because we're at the halfway point. But because of the live show, I'm saving it for next week. So do your homework. Anyway, for, but, tonight, but tonight, we're going to look at five teams that are in the playoff mix. And we're going to do something we, I've never done before in this, in this show history. We're going to play... Floor and ceiling and floor. The ceiling is where will they be at the end of the year? Will they be as like conference championship, divisional round, wild card, just missing the playoffs, or even worse record than that? And we're going to look at five teams. So we'll start with 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 a team that's been on a roll quietly, but has obviously fallen into some troubles recently with their quarterback position. Obviously, Matt's favorite boy, Kirk Cousins, is out, as we all know. But we saw what they did on Sunday with Josh Dobbs. Obviously, he came in and saved the day, played a hell of a game, obviously with a better roster than what he had to deal with in Arizona the first several weeks. But he helped the Vikings beat the Falcons. And the Vikings have been on a roll. They've won four of the last five. And they're right now will be playing on Super Wildcard Weekend. So, what's the floor and what's the ceiling for the Minnesota Vikings? Okay, well, I mean, when you really look at it in the NFC, there's six teams that, barring like major injuries, are going to make the playoffs. One of them is by default because whoever wins the NFC South gets in, but. That leaves one open spot, and there's really not many much competition for the Vikings. I mean, Washington is probably their top competition. So, I mean, in terms of the floor, I think the floor and the ceiling for them is pretty much the same. I think they're making the wild card, and they're one and done. I don't see them getting past the first round, and I don't see them uh, missing the playoffs altogether. So, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Um, like I said, after this crazy game they had, uh, get put them fine with a winning record now, out of five and four. And looking at their schedule, you know, Saints at home, you go to Denver, Chicago, by Vegas, but Vegas might be different. Cincinnati. We should wait Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit. So at best, I see them maybe going four and four to finish the season in nine and eight. You know, I don't see they get more than four wins in this next. Eh. It depends how Josh Dobbs works. Maybe they can squeak out of make it a 10 win season. Um, but I think Detroit will still win the division. And so there'll be a wild card. So, and 
I expected him to do what they did last year, come in and get out. <laughs> so, yeah. I think if they didn't trade for a quarterback, um, then they would probably be missing out on the playoffs because they probably would not play Justin Jefferson. But since he's going to try to come back, um, he's got 21 days to do so. Uh, But if he doesn't, um, they'll probably shut him down. But I just think, uh, I mean, if they go four and four, they'll probably just make the playoffs. But they're going to be sent out. So they're one and done. All right. We'll move on to the AFC side. And there's some a couple teams there we have to look at. Obviously, a team that Kwame likes very much, one of his favorite teams. We're going to talk about them next. Obviously, this team, they won big on Monday night. They survived a tough Jets defense and an inept Jets offense. And right now, they're at 500. They're at 4-4. Four and four. And obviously, they're always in the in this era, they're, they're that one team that every year will be fighting for a wild card spot. And once again, they're in that position again this year. But obviously, once it is the floor and the ceiling for a Kwame calls San Diego Super Chargers. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I don't think they're making the playoffs this year. Um, the AFC is, is is just too tough. There's too many good teams. And, I mean, let's face it, the Chargers are the Chargers. They lose way too many – every pretty much every close game they get and they lose. Um, they're coaching uh, Brandon Staley. He's not a good NFL head coach. He's not going to get them in over the hump. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd say their, their floor is to miss the playoffs. I guess their ceiling would be one and done in the playoffs – but I think they're missing it all together. Yeah, the uh, Chargers, I have so little faith in them. I thought they were going to lose Monday night. I didn't understand why they were favored, but they wound up winning by 21 because the Jets are just the Jets. Um but uh, yeah, until this team actually does something real, they're still San Diego to me. I don't care what you call them; <laughs> they don't deserve a new a new name, a new town. They should be right where they were. <laughs> but it's something with that with the coach. It's not even just the coach; like almost don't matter who that team is. Just like like they're just uh, got the bad juju on them. <laughs> yeah, they've been like that since Phil Rivers was there. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, they just never. I mean, when you go and you want to take it way back, I watched Marty Schottenheimer have a 13 3 record and get fired because <laughs> they lost <laughs> yeah. their first round. <laughs> so he's just never done anything. You can go back to Dan Fouts. He just never went a Super Bowl game. They haven't been to one. <laughs> like they can't even get to the conference. So why should I expect anything to change this year? Especially what I watched them do last year at the Jacksonville. Ooh, <laughs> man. So Chargers, they might flop around and get nine and eight, eight, nine, but they might not make the playoffs. Uh, what I will say, uh, speaking on the Chargers is 
you know they have they have a good uh, quarterback. They have good running back. Um, some good players, but uh, you know, uh, I mean, the defense played well Monday night. But are they going to do that every time? Uh, unless they're facing the Jets, I really, uh, I really think. I, mean, I, I shouldn't say this, but I really think their their coach is destined to be uh, fired next. Um, but that's another story. But do I think uh, their ceiling is high? No. Do I think their floor is uh, kind of average right now? I think they're basically on the outside looking in to make the playoffs. All right. Well, we're going to stick in the AFC, and we're going to probably the best division in the NFL right now, and that is the AFC North. And right now, Matt, we, 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 I tell you this every year, and I probably tell a couple of my friends all this, is this finally the year? Is this finally the year everybody in one division is going to go to the postseason? If the season ended now, everybody in the AFC North is going into the postseason at 5-3. and three. But we're not going to talk about the Bengals because we kind of know where they're going. We're going to talk about another team. And we can't figure this team out because – Matt, you got the, I'm sure you got the numbers about this where I'm about to tell you this team. They are obviously very good defense. We know that. But they're extremely offensively challenged. They're kind of like the Jets, but but it's not the quarterback that's, that's hurting them. It's other parts of the offense and their offensive coordinator. The Pittsburgh Steelers, right now they're 5-3. and three, And for some reason, they shouldn't be where they're at record-wise. But Right now, they'd be in the postseason. They would actually be in a high postseason spot, the number five seed. So what's their floor and ceiling? Okay, well, yeah, they're a, yeah, they're a tough team to project. Like you said, um, their offense is kind of weird. Um, Deontay Johnson is back the last few weeks, and he's playing at, like, his old self. So that maybe helps him a little bit. But, yeah, their defense is how they win games. Um I just don't think they have enough on offense to make a run in the playoffs. But I would say they're they're ceiling, maybe second round, maybe making it the second round in terms of the floor. I mean, it's not not every team in the AFC North is going to make the playoffs. I'm sorry, but they, you know, as the season goes on, these guys are going to be playing each other and beating up on each other. So someone's going to miss it. And I think if you look at the, the four teams, the Steelers, in my opinion are the worst of the four. So I'd say the floor is them missing the playoffs. Hmm. I will say, just sticking with history, their floor is nine and eight. Yeah. I just can't seem to go below that with coach. (laughs) And so I'm going to say it's their floor and uh, their ceiling with their – Inconsistent offense. Um, ten, you know, so maybe nine wins or ten wins. Um, won't be enough to win this division, but could be uh one of the wild card spots. Um, and then it might be kind of interesting what they do in the playoffs. Um, especially if they get a home wild card game, they they might be that team to. Be a concern for some AFC uh, can, uh, folks out there. 
Might be. But regular season, I don't think they'll do more than 10 wins. Uh. Well, I think I'm going to go based on what Kamai said. Uh, but I just think with the inconsistent offense, it's not going to make them compete with other teams. Uh, their defense might give them a, a hedge, but it's not going to help them. So their their ceiling is uh, probably going to be eight or nine wins, and then and then their uh, their floor is about the same. But they could make the playoffs as a wild card, or just not going to make it. Hmm. I mean, I I, I think I got two left. But I'm going to do it quickly here. Um, we'll go back to the NFC here. I know it's really tough because it's not you can't really think of five contenders in the NFC. I mean, Seattle probably would be a lot to make the playoffs if, if the 49ers or even a lot to make the division. But we're going to go to, to, the, to the worst division, still the worst division, the NFC South. This was the team I actually picked to win the division. And right now they would be in the playoffs and division champs. But obviously, it's of course this team is left to seriously be desired. It's the Saints. What's their ceiling? What's their floor? I don't know. Yeah, well, somebody's got to win the division, so someone's going to have to make the playoffs from that division. Um, it's either it comes down to really between the Saints and the Falcons at this point, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, their ceiling is obviously winning the, the division, getting a home playoff game, most likely losing in the first round. And therefore, they lose the division and the Falcons win it. But uh, either way, I don't expect if – if the Saints make the playoffs, I don't expect anything out of them. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't have much faith in the Saints. Uh even though they've been, they'll surprise me throughout the season, like that blowout in New England. Um, but then uh, you watch them uh, struggle, uh, even with, so even with this game, I was, uh, I was rooting for the Bears because I saw so many of y'all picked the Saints and my win Kwame's money. <laughs> but the Saints still pulled it off just barely. And so I, Derek Carr just never, hmm, he's just that guy, you know, nothing special. And, you know, backup is still Jameis, you know, who was, I was a big fan of in college. <laughs> but so this is huh? your Florida state love. Yeah. Yeah. But has not translated into the old NFL. Um, um, well, he has moments, but so the Saints, the floor to me, they they could not make the playoffs because you know, Tampa's kind of, eh. but Tampa could make a, a slight run, make force them to have to do something, but so, but I'll say the floor will probably be a nine. They'll probably still get nine wins, though. They'll probably have at least a winning record. I can't see more than 10. I mean, Matt is right. Somebody has to win the division. 
Uh, I think I believe I took the Saints too to win this division. Uh, but right now they have a a guy of uh, Taysom Hill uh, doing pretty good as of late. Um, you know they have some key contributors, uh, but it's uh, I mean I'm just gonna still say they're still probably favored to win the division. So that's their ceiling, uh, but their floor is just somehow. I'm gonna agree with Kwame. I think maybe somehow maybe Tampa sneaks up, but tries to be a threat. So that's their concern. But they'll be they'll be one and done pretty much. All right. So we got one more team here, and unfortunately, you would think this is a Super Bowl contender, but the. But it's start that window starting to shut. At, with each loss, it's starting to ever so shut. And right now, they would be on the outside looking in. And there's a very good chance they might end up being on the outside looking in the way they're playing right now. The Buffalo Bills. What's their floor? What's their ceiling? Well, they're not an elite team this year. Um, you know, they've they've had a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Their defense is struggling, to say the least. And, um, you know, what, two weeks ago when we talked, we talked, we said something a little bit about them. Um, I said, you know, they on offense, offensively, they needed to make a trade to get some type of elite skill player in there, whether it was like a Derrick Henry at running back or a, another top-notch receiver. Um Gabe Davis says the number two just doesn't cut it. And then Dalton Kincaid's coming on strong at tight end, but there's only so much you can get out of him as a rookie. Um, so yeah, they're just they're just they're just they just don't have what it takes this year. Um I would and and their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, he's 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 not very inspiring in terms of his play calling. So overall. They don't have what it takes um, to win a Super Bowl. They still could sneak into the playoffs. I would say their ceiling would be the uh, the number seven seed, maybe you know a ten win team, and the floor is just missing the playoffs altogether. But they could, you know, what they could actually win the division too when you actually think about it, because that division's not exactly good. They already they already blew out the Dolphins. They shown they can beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins aren't anything special. I mean, the Dolphins have played three solid teams to good teams, and they lost all three of those games after just this last one. So, I mean, the Bills could sneak in that way, too, by winning the division. But either way, I think they're one and done if they even make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say, that the Bills could still win the division. I don't have them counted out on that note because, like you just mentioned, um, they manhandled the Dolphins uh, when it came up there, and uh, the Dolphins have shown, as you said, they play real teams. They look, they, they're like they don't know how to play. You know, uh, usually they don't play like one good half. The Eagles, they play a semi-good first half. I can't say that was great. They scored ten points. Second half, the offense scored zero. Um, held them to seven. That that pick six nonsense. Watch the Dolphins and play Kansas City. Shut out in the first half. Then they put up 14 and say. Um, and Buffalo just smashed them when they played them. So Buffalo looking at the rest of their schedule. They got Denver, home, Jets, home, 
Um, you know, Jets got them before, so I'm sure they're going to want the little re revenge on them. Come to Philly, they'll they never buy. Go to Kansas City. That's going to be an interesting game, as we've seen in the past. I will. That's going to be really fun. That's the make watch. or break game right there. Yeah. 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 That will let you know what the, the season is going to look like. And the rest of the season, then they come home against Dallas. That's a great game too. Could beat them. Go to LA Chargers, home against the Patriots, and then at Miami to end the season. So I would say the floor is uh, right now because they're um, five and four. I want to say they're at least going to win five more games. I'm going to finish at least 10. Um, I really do think the Denver and the Jets, I think they'll handle the rest of their division again and might even get the revenge against Miami if they need to. Um, even though Miami does play well at home, but, uh, um, but I, I, I could say, yeah, I feel pretty good by saying there'll be a Floor of 10, ceiling 11, division title. And to win the division title, they play home. They can win that. So I, I, I could say they can make it at least to the div divisional round. I mean, right now, like the Bills, they have, a, you know, out of the division, they probably have the best quarterback on paper. Uh, but I agree with Matt, you know, just the wide receiver too, you know, Gabe Davis just isn't going to cut it. So I was hoping they would go, go got like a Mike Evans or like another weapon, but they, but they didn't, uh, their defense is struggling, uh, with injuries and, you know, and then they got, you know, Denver this week. So, you know, Denver's played some uh, teams this year that uh, they gave a battle to, so that's not a cakewalk either. So, but I'm going to kind of have to disagree with Kwame, though. I don't think they're going to win 10 games. So that's what their floor is. But their ceiling, I mean, they might surprise. Maybe they will win more than 10 games. That's their ceiling. All right. Interesting, you know. I said, hey, be prepared, prepared, and we'll see where these five teams go. Because obviously, some will make it, some will not. We'll see. All right, we are done with that segment, and we are going into our normal, our normal viewings pleasure. Fancy, fancy talk here, John. Go ahead. Well, I mean, the first one. I mean, like we touched earlier on this program, uh, going to the Lions. Uh, their quarterback this week is Jared Goff. Uh, I got him at over under 22. Over under 22. Um, you know, he's been, he's been good all year. He's uh, eighth in the league in passing yards. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's pretty good and he's going up against a weak defense. I'm going to go with the over there. I mean, the chargers, if, if anything, it should be a high scoring game, but I think, uh, I think the lines take him out pretty easily. All right. One of the now the one thing to think about too, though, is uh, David Montgomery should be back. So now they have a one-two punch there with Montgomery and uh, Jameer Gibbs. So they might try to pound the ball a little bit more. But I'm still going to go with the over for him. All right. The next one is a 
kind of a disappointment this year with the Cowboys running back Tony Pollard, but I got him at over under 14 this week. Um, I'm going with the over. I mean, the it could get to the point where it's such a blowout that they take all their starters out, the Cowboys, but otherwise they should be running the ball a lot because they should be up fairly big fairly early. So, yeah, I'm going with the over there. Oh, and hey, you know, um, one thing I know you typically ask me questions, but I'm going to – I got a couple fantasy questions I'm going to ask you. Okay. I'm going to you create some trades here. Okay. Uh, the next one, though, is uh, over under on a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. They're running back, uh, Rashid White, who's actually been impressive over the last few weeks. Yeah. Got him at, got him at over under 13. Dude, um, maybe he's been better. Maybe in a PPR league, you could go with the over, but I got no faith in this guy. I didn't like him coming into the draft, coming into the season. I still don't like him. And yeah, I'm going yeah. with the under. I think that's probably smart because like, the only thing like his best quality is his receiving work. But yeah, exactly, exactly. In PPR he ought to... league, he might, go, he might be worth a little bit more, but otherwise, yeah. I don't want to get on my team. Yeah, and then uh, the over-under 10 for Calvin Ridley of the Jaguars. That guy's been a disappointment also this year. Yeah, he's he's tough to figure out. I mean, he's had some good games, and he's had a lot of bad ones. Um, going up against the Niners, I'm going with the under. Yeah, I'm going to go with the under. I think unless you really need to start him, if you have like a bunch of players on a bye week or something, I'd probably try to keep him on my bench. Or try to trade him, to be honest. All right. Yeah, that's it for this week. But you want to answer? You want to ask yours? Yeah, yeah. I got a couple of trades. I've, I've been busy today. I made two trades and uh, I declined one. So I'm going to give you see what you think. Okay. Um, the, the two trades I made were on the, in the same league. Um, my team's sitting at six and three. Actually, I got four teams. Three of them are sitting at six and three. The other one sucks. It's sitting at uh, four and five. But, you know, overall six and three for three teams out of four isn't bad. But uh, so I had a, I, our, my, my league's a super flex league, PPR. So we, we could start two quarterbacks. Um, I went on a spree last week of picking up all, with all these quarterback injuries. I picked up a whole bunch of quarterbacks so that nobody else could. I had a couple yeah. open bench spots. So I wanted to, try to work out some trades and uh i was looking to get a, a, a we have a super flex position and a regular flex position so i was looking to upgrade my regular flex position um first trade i made i traded trevor lawrence actually i should say i have uh i have uh justin herbert trevor lawrence josh dobbs taylor heineke and uh, uh bryce young so I got five quarterbacks. I, I got to get rid of some. Um, so I traded Trevor Lawrence in wow. PPR league for Adam Thielen and Will Levis. Wow. I was just about to ask, does anybody have Trevor Lawrence? And there you go. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think it's a fair trade, but I mean, in, in my current league with uh, the one that I'm in second place in, Trevor Lawrence is actually on the waiver wire. Yeah. So Yeah, he's been a disappointment this year. So. Um, yeah, I thought the Jacksonville offense would be more explosive this year. Uh, Will Levis, uh, I think, you know, he was supposed to be a first rounder last year, this year's draft, but he wasn't. 
So, you know, and, and Adam Thielen's been like the best wide receiver on Carolina. So yeah, I think if you needed to, exactly. if you need to upgrade that that flex position, it, it's going to be worth it. I think. Yeah, and then um, same league. I still have five, after that trade. I'm still stuck with five quarterbacks. So I I traded um, Aaron Jones and Taylor Heineke for uh, Tony Pollard. Um, I mean that one. I mean, I guess you're pulling for that Pollard finally uh, has a better second half of the year. Um, but I mean, I, I think I think there's going to be, I guess, some some games the offense will be throwing the ball more and some with running the ball. But so yeah, I think that was a good trade, though. Yeah, he's not going to be like a basically. Yeah, it's basically just a Jones for Pollard kind of trade. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I just needed to unload a quarterback. And then in a different league, I turned this trade down, but we'll see what you think. Um, another it's points per reception. I The guy offered me – he he was offering me Adam Thielen and Cortland Sutton for Deontay Johnson and Terry McLaurin. I'm like, eh, I, I don't – I didn't like that, but he was trying to make it seem like it was a great trade. I'm, I don't – I just don't see it. I mean, I would have wanted to look at either because uh... – I mean, the question really is, do we think uh, Deontay Johnson keeps on getting these touchdowns or does he finally fall off a little bit? So he's going to, you know, he can't be just getting 60 yards and a touchdown every week. It's with that offense, it's it's not consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with him, the way I look at it, he's been injured a lot. He's he, Well, he got injured week one. So, uh, uh he was out actually, with the hamstring injury. So I, was, I might be thinking about Sutton, but uh, I think I might have got mixed up. But it's uh, Deontay Johnson. No, but but Johnson's been doing good too. But Sutton's been on a touchdown streak too. Oh yeah, yeah. Sutton. Eh, I, I got. I don't have much faith in him. I, I view yeah. him compared to. I'm, I'd be giving up McLaurin. I think McLaurin is an upgrade over him anyway. And I'm looking at Deontay Johnson and Adam Thielen, and you know, the last three weeks, you know, Deontay Johnson. He's got 20 receptions, averaging about 85 yards per game, and he has a touchdown. I mean, that's pretty much what you get out of Thielen. So I think it's just a, 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 a you know sideways move. So I, yeah, I should yeah. I turn that down. Yeah, that was a good decline. Yeah. And if I may ask, if I, if I may jump into this oh, a little, yeah, bit, yeah, a little bit. Sure. I'm actually shocked. I'm just looking at the stats finally. I didn't realize that Trevor only had nine touchdowns. And yeah. He's tied and he's tied with Lamar Jackson with only nine. I'm shocked that they both only have nine touchdowns. And I guess they're pounding and grounding by Baltimore does lead the the league in rushing. So I that explains that. Um yeah. but so many people got double digits. Um but does anybody have Russell Wilson? I know he's he sounds sad, but he is 16 touchdowns and four interceptions. Yeah, like, he's on teams. It's Even okay. it's, it's like my league's a super flex league, so you can start two quarterbacks. A lot of other leagues, you can only start one. So it, he might be a free agent, but he probably isn't in most leagues, if any. Yeah, I mean, I brought him up this show, you know, a couple times. It's like I don't know how he's a top ten quarterback this year. It just beats me. Yeah, yeah, one on one rating. Uh, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he's number five based on ratings. Look on the bright side. The Broncos have won their last two games. 
It's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that they're good or nothing, but I'm saying that he's not he's playing a lot better than last year. I don't even think he had any more than what 14 touchdown passes last year. He's on pace for what 30, 31, yeah. 32. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. he's doing pretty decent. You know, he's doing pretty damn decent. And and hey, Denver might. I'm not saying they're going to turn it around, but they look like the 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 connection between him and Sean Payton is starting to work a little bit. It's starting to work. Yeah, they haven't fallen apart. So, all right, all right. So that was our extended fantasy, both sides. All right, Kwame, your turn. Cue the music. Yeah, yeah, it's about to be that time to give some people the old finger. some uh, actually teams that you may not um, maybe a little surprised of. I decided to give the first finger F you to your friends in LA, the Rams. The Rams, I thought they would at least hang in there this week, weekend. And they just like, they're just done. Like they just Gave up? Like, what is what is your deal? And the way you're going to fix, you score a measly three points against the Packers. And the way you're going to fix it is bringing in <laughs> Carlson Wentz. Mr. Confident. Mr. Confident. Oh, my gosh. Carson, is your fix? Come on, L.A. You can do better than that. So you're going to bring him back to the place where he had his best game ever and broke his leg like he was on the verge of being superstar and that's where it all went down so that's where you go that's where he's gonna go <laughs> f-u-l-a rams the other team i'm staying out west seahawks you can't be a contender and come to baltimore and get thrashed by 34 points Seattle, I had you as one of the intriguing games of the week, and you gave me nothing. You gave me absolutely nothing. So both of you teams came out here and scored measly three points. On the world. Come on, guys. That's just horrendous. Gino, come on. What's what what you doing? What what's going on? So I was about to give you guys props. The San Fran finally is falling apart, and you couldn't take advantage of it. So Seattle, F you. And finally, I have to give an F you to the whole league for putting one of the best games of the, of the week in Germany. That game should have been here, and you know that. There was no reason to put the defending champions 
against a contender all the way over there when it should have been right here in the good old US of A. So FU NFL for making me have to watch an early game while I was half at home and half at church. Don't appreciate it. Huh. And of course, honorable mention, Cowboys fans, because you guys are pathetic. I don't hear anything from you guys this week. Nothing. It's quiet because you got beat. Except all I'm hearing from you guys is, oh, we played a close one. Ooh, we're in there. Ooh, we might do something this year because we didn't get blown out. No, you suck. That's because you're Cowboys. You're not going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> the only way you're going to see the Super Bowl is the same way I'm going to see it. TV. You know, yeah. you know the sad thing is mm-hmm. normally Stephen A goes nuts when they lose and can't and has like craziness. He was very mellow this week. Maybe because they didn't get blown out by 42 points like they did against the 49ers. Go to his website or go to ESPN's website. He did his nuts so thing on a private plane. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> okay. He did do that part. You did laugh at him. So he yeah, but, that, but he was very mellow this week. So they have to do something more crazier because he, he kind of buys into that to that uh win that uh what you call it that they because they played good enough almost good enough. Oh what what that call it? victory or whatever it's called. Oh moral victory. Mm-hmm. Moral victory. He kind of bought into that for a second. I don't know. But whatever. All right, now we get to the most critical segment of ours, bet segment. And starting to see a trend here. Somebody went 0-2 again this week. You know, I shouldn't be saying much. I shouldn't be jumping for joy because I didn't do my part this week. But I did – I can say this. I did gain one game. I did get a game – I did get a game back. One game, at least. I picked up one game. But – Somebody also went 2-0 this week, and it's looking pretty much like, here we go, here at the halfway point, it's the rubber band effect. What comes back, goes far, comes back. So, obviously, it's going to be a stretch run. All four of us have a legit chance to take to take the season. We have one half to go. We have to play 36 of them to get to the – before we get to the postseason, we're 18 games in. So – Obviously, Matt, <laughs> tell us who went 0 2 this week. Yeah, well, you know, this is one of those weeks, man. Um, I'm on a bit of I'm on a cold streak at the moment, went 0 and 2. You know, last year in the middle of the season, I got on a cold streak too, and you know, just gotta battle through it. But uh this week or last week, um, you know, I I went with Carolina giving up two and a half to the Colts, they got crushed. I I don't I don't know that Frank Reich is going to be a, the head coach of this team after this season at this rate. Um, I'm done picking them. I'm I'm actually done picking them or against them at this point because two weeks ago I picked Houston, and they they beat Houston's ass. So I I don't know I I can't get a beat on this team at all. So I'm not going to pick them. I don't think. Um, and the other team that has been giving me problems all year is New Orleans. I took them 
giving eight and a half to Chicago. Uh, they're off my list of teams I'll pick anymore for the rest of the year. Yeah, they they won. They won by seven. I was watching the, the end of that game for a little bit. I mean, they had the ball. They got the ball back um, late later in the fourth quarter, trying to run the clock out. They got stopped. And with about three minutes left, they had a nice, easy field goal attempt. I forget how far it was, 40 yards, something like that. And they missed it, you know. And that cost me. That cost me. I should have had that. They should have – I mean, that should have been a nice, easy field goal, and I get the victory. Mm. So, they killed me there. They were giving up eight and a half. They won by seven. Missed field goal late in the game. Fucked me. So, I went 0-2. Um, but somebody went 2-0, and and that's Kwame. After a rough start, he's he's coming on. Just like last year, you started off slow, and then you came on strong. Um, and actually, you look yeah. at the last three weeks – your overall record, you went 2-0 and this week. Two weeks ago, you went 2-0. and And then in the middle there, you went 0-1-1. Um, and So, your last few weeks, you're sitting here at 4-1-1. Uh, and Not too bad. Not too shabby. Um, you went with yes. the Eagles giving up three. And obviously, we've talked about that game. You got the W there. Thank you, Dak. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And then you took uh, Cincinnati, giving up two, and um, that worked out for you as well. The Bills are not looking too hot lately, so yeah, you got that W two and zero. That oh, the records. So my record now after this week, I'm sitting at um, nine three and one. Is that right? No, sorry, nine eight and one. Nine eight and one. I don't know. What I'm looking at. So not, I'm still I'm still above 500, but just barely. Kwame's coming on with the two and zero record this week. You're now sitting at seven nine and two. And then John, you went with one of my picks, and you went with one of Kwame's picks. So you ended up one and one. Uh, you you took the Saints just like me, so you got screwed just like me. <laughs> and um, you, you also took Cincinnati, giving up two, and uh, that got you that W. So your record is actually now identical to Kwame, sitting at yeah. seven, nine, and one. So um, you or guys two, are two, two wins behind yeah. me. I think I, have, I think I have two. Actually, 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 John had three pushes. Or no, no, two. So, yeah, sorry. What did I just say? Seven, he nine, says, one, I, seven, I, nine, I and two. Three. I count three pushes. He had three pushes. No, no, that's not what I got. Yeah, I got seven, two. nine, and two. It's you got two pushes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got yet seven, nine, and two. Same record as Kwame. No, I thought Kwame was one push. No, you got he has two. I had as two. Well. I um, got the you got the Eagles, Eagles last week with and the seven and um what was the other one? Um the Eagles week two against the Vikings giving up six. That's right. They got yeah, me twice. Yeah, yeah, we got got three that. times. Yeah, hits we got, yeah. Yeah. So you guys have the same record there. You both have two pushes as well. And then uh Rob, you uh had a decent week, not great, but not terrible. I mean you, you got the you took the Ravens giving up six. Obviously they they crushed it. Yep. And, and then you took the Jets ah. getting three and a half, and uh, ah. that didn't work out too well. Oh their <laughs> offense decided to fall asleep. <laughs> that yeah. offense is oh my god. Ugh. Yeah, that wasn't done a pretty one. Done messing with the Jets this year. Yeah. Done. 
Yeah, right. And, yeah, Aaron Rodgers claims he'll come back. <laughs> sure, sure. It's only yeah, if they're in contention. Yeah, right. But okay, so that's gonna put Rob sitting at uh eight, nine, and one. So you're basically Rob I'm in first right now. Rob is in second, one game behind me. And uh Kwame and John are tied for third at ga- about a game and a half behind me. Uh-huh. Two, two wins behind. So it's it's a tight, tight matchup right now. But I am so still the only one with a, a record of over five hundred. So that's I guess we're so where do we go this week as we start the second half of the season? And obviously these picks now, somebody has to win. So this could be a very, very critical week to determine who takes the momentum. So let's see what our week 10 looks like. All right. Well, I'm not messing around with these garbage NFC South teams this week, man. I'm going for some guys that are that 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 have been good. I'm going with some good teams here, teams that have been good against the spread, I should say. And first one I'm going to is Green Bay at Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh's giving up three. We've already we talked a little bit about them. They got that tough defense. Jordan Love has not been good this year. That Packers offense has not been good this year. Uh, I think they're going to have a tough time. They're going to have a tough one there in, against that defense. And uh, while the Pittsburgh offense may not be great, they can move the ball. They'll get some points. It won't be necessarily a blowout, but Pittsburgh is five and three against the spread this year. So I'm 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 sticking with them. I think they're gonna cover that three. Um, so I'm going Pittsburgh. And then the other team, the other game I'm looking at, Detroit at the Chargers. Detroit six and two against the spread. They've been good to me this year, coming off a bye. You know, like I mentioned before. They got David Montgomery coming back, so now they have that uh, two-headed monster back there at running back. Jared Goff has been good. They're going to put up a lot of points, I think, in this game against the Chargers. And the Chargers, yeah, I'm sorry. The Chargers might lose a lot of close games, and this game might be close for a while, but I think Detroit wins by two scores. They're giving up three, so I'm going with Detroit. Hmm. Okay. So two small favorites there. Um, the game I was going to pick until I just saw the the spread. I was going to touch Dallas because <laughs> I think they're going to smash them again. But I can't give up sixteen and a half. That's, yeah. that's the principle keeps me. <laughs> I just I just get to do 16. I thought it'd be like 12, which is still outrageous, but gee whiz, over two touchdowns and a field goal. But golly, no respect. Um, so uh what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna pick a team I'm surprised. Ah, uh, oh, don't let me down. I'm gonna go with Oakland with the pick on oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Las Vegas Raiders. I know they. they I, I know they look good. I hope they can keep that good. The Jets, yeah, it's the Jets are the Jets. Um, so I need the Raiders just to give me a little something. It's a shame that's a Sunday night game with a waste. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's how it goes. And uh, I might go with. Oh, 
Give me Jacksonville at home. I'm shocked they're dogs. Okay. okay. I, wish I said the same thing about I was shocked the Jets were dogs, but that's disrespect. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, Jacksonville is just the highest, highest team right now. So come on. Give me the Jacks. Yeah, everyone's in love with the Niners. They don't they don't want to give up on them. Uh-uh. Uh with me this week. Um I mean, I think I'm going to go to my Colts and take their uh, whatever they're giving up going against the Patriots. Yeah. And my other one, I was thinking the Lions too, but I'm going to go with the Bucks to cover versus the Titans. What's that spread there? One. Tampa. Minus one. by one. Minus one. Okay. Be tight. Okay. Mm, I was see. I, I I'm trying to not take what y'all are taking. I was really looking at that at that Colts pick, but obviously you guys stick with your guns with your team there, John, Johnny boy. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna stick with my Ravens at home. So, okay. It's not an a- NFC team, but it's still good. It's an AFC. Obviously, you know the Browns. It's a division matchup. But I think they can cover that six. I think they can beat them by 10. You know, the Browns are not the same defense on the road as they are in their house. So, and, and hell, the the, Ra- the Ravens blew out the Browns in their house. So they're the only one that's figured out their, their, their home defense. They'll beat them. They'll blow them out. So, or not blow them out, but they'll beat them. So give me, give me the Ravens in that six. <sighs> Oh my God, I'm not in love with any of these picks this week. There's just too mm-hmm. many games that 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 just, just I can't. I it's going to screw me. It's going to screw me over. Hey, Cowboys, Giants, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, here's the thing: the Giants, when they don't have, when they don't have, um, what's his name, Danny Dimes, they actually play okay. Even though they still suck, they can't score. But they but the games are much more competitive. With Danny Dimes, they get their ass kicked every game. But I'm not picking that game. And and you know what's funny? I would never think that tough guys would, would come out. Who who the hell would find somebody from New Jersey? Tommy DeVito from fucking New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> DeVito. Playing the Giants or the quarterback. Like, they actually got some guy from Cleveland playing good quarterback for the Giants. That's how bad the Giants are this year. Some guy from Goodfellas. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. Let, let's get serious. Um, uh, uh, I, I, you know what? You know what? I'm going to go with the hot hand. Even though it's going to be – I think Texans could play a tough game. The Bengals are playing hot. You know, they're hot. And and you you got to hit the fire when it's hot. I know it's – I know that's a tough – that's a tough line. Texans are really been playing well. But I, I, I'm going to stick to my guns here. I, you know, the Ravens and the Bengals are the two best teams right now playing in the AFC. So, and they're both at home. So, I'm going to go with both of them. I'm going to go with both of them. Let me let me see what I can roll up here. Maybe I'll get a maybe I'll get an easy two two and zero. Oh. We'll see. I've only got one two and zero oh week this year. This might be my second. Hopefully, hmm. who who was it? 
Bengals. Uh-huh. The Bengals spread. Okay. Staying in the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I was going to say, I do think uh, they cooled down CJ Stroud a little bit after his monster week. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that would be interesting to see. <laughs> that will be interesting. That's that's uh, and look, and look this way, Kwame. We talked the other day that two one o'clock games. So there you go. Head to head one o'clock games. Mm. We'll, see, yeah. we'll see how I feel. We'll see if I if I actually make the grade this week. Because <laughs> it could because if I if I blow both of these games, then that pretty much means that somebody else is gonna win it this year. Yeah. He didn't tell All me right, he's been picking games down. based on time slots. I'm like don't worry about the time. Just pick the game you like. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Recap. Recap. All right. So um, I'm taking Pittsburgh, giving three to the, the Packers. And I'm also going with the Lions, also giving three to the Chargers. Um, Kwame, you're grabbing um, Vegas and a pick them against the Jets, which, you know, I like that one, man. I like that game. I, I was looking at um, – you know, when these these teams fire their coaches, they there there's usually like a little uh, the players usually play a little bit better for a couple games. Um, and, they can't uh, bounce, they call it. Yeah, and you know Antonio Pierce, I don't know what he is as a coach, but I do know he's he was a, a great leader on the Giants and on the Redskins. Um, he's obviously a, he's got that team fired up. They if you listen to the reports, the team, the players seem to have hated Josh McDaniels so. Of course, fresh air. Everybody hates Josh McDaniels. His old mother hates him. Yeah, I know, right? So you know, I think that I think the Raiders are going to surprise people in the second half of the year. So I like that one. And then Jacksonville getting three. Um, They're at home. This could go either way. We'll see. The Niners coming off their, but actually, both teams are coming off a bye. So Mm -hmm. tough tough to say. I I think that's going to be a. I, I think that game could go either way. So. We'll see. We'll see. Um, John, you're going with the Colts, giving one and a half to the Patriots. Obviously, the Patriots have been terrible. and I keep uh, uh, disrespecting the Colts, but, you know, they're sitting there at four and five. They, they, they should, I think they should be able to win that game. And, I mean, one and a half is almost as – it's almost as pick them pick as long as they don't win by one. You, if they win, you cover. Um and then you're also taking the Bucks, giving one, or yeah, yeah, giving one mm-hmm. to Tennessee, and uh, and we'll see. I mean, we just saw the Bucks get torched by C.J. Stroud. Now the, another rookie, Will Levis, is coming to town. Um, can they fix that defense in a week and actually show up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But it's it, it's only one point, so all you really need is a win. Um, and then Rob, he's got some, he's got the two biggest spreads of the week, Baltimore yeah. giving six to, to their divisional rival, the Browns. Um, and we'll see, we'll see, man. I mean, Baltimore, they've been crushing teams. They've been crushing teams. So they might just come out and crush the Browns, but that Browns D is tough. I know you said they don't play as well on the road, but still it's tough defense. We'll see. Maybe Jim Schwartz will screw you over. <laughs> and then hmm. uh, Cincinnati, you also you took, you took Cincinnati, giving up seven to Houston, and um, and uh, 
Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati's clearly the better team, and they're playing a lot better. Seems like Burrow's pretty much healthy now. Obviously, C.J. Stroud just had that monster game, so can he continue it? Continue that play, or is was that, or is he going to come back down to earth this week? We'll see. All right, so we take eight games, and we take eight different different ones. So, will somebody's going to make a move? We'll see. All right, we're getting late in the show here. Surprises and disappointments for week nine. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I think. The easiest surprise of the week, I mean, I think it would be the biggest surprise for most people, would be Josh Dobbs, you know, just coming out with the Vikings. on. He doesn't even know the players. He doesn't know the playbook. Just coming out there and, and balling, leading them in that in that victory. I mean, it, obviously the Falcons aren't some great team, but still the fact that he just comes right in a couple of days earlier and he's on the team and all of a sudden he's playing at such a high level. And, you know, by the way, he did that at the beginning of the year, too. I mean, the, the the Cardinals just traded for him about a week, week and a half before he started week one. And he came out and he played well for the Cardinals for at least a few games. So um, Josh Dobbs obviously was a big surprise. And then in terms of disappointments, uh, there were a number of disappointments, man. Um Yeah, I'm going to say the disappointment for me was just the, the Chiefs and Dolphins game in general. I mean, being on at 5 a, or 5 a.m., 9.30 in the morning, um, that London, that, or not London, it was in Germany, but still Europe, the Europe game, it sucked. The game wasn't even good. I mean, the Dolphins go down 21, and then – the second half was basically the Chiefs offense did nothing. They got shut out in the second half. And yeah. I, mean, I would say I want to say it was a terrible game, but it wasn't a it wasn't a well played game. And and that team seems to be how those those Europe games are. It's always sloppy. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they should just stick with sending the garbage games over there. Send them the Raiders yeah. and and uh, Jets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, my surprise, I'm going to play it for you, is Mr. Stroud, man. Not surprised that he played well because he's been doing it this season. But this is 30 for 42, 470 yards and five touchdowns of no picks. A rookie record, single game record in yards. <laughs> That's insane what this guy's doing. And for the season, he only has, I think it was four picks, 18 touchdowns or four. I think four picks. I might not have had that many. But either way, if it, the fact he only has uh, uh, fewer than four picks and he played every game is amazing for a rookie. I mean, it's not unusual for a rookie to throw four picks in the first game, you know. Uh, but he'll, so he's not just um, slinging it. I mean, he's placing it where it's a, like that pass. That pass is either going to be caught by the receiver or out of bounds. That's what you want it. No chance of that pass being intercepted. And the, the old adage is 
Um, you can't intercept the perfect pass. If it's perfect, it's, it's for that receiver, and that's who it's for, and that's it, and that's how it goes. And he's, I mean, he's throwing in, like I said, in tight windows. Uh, he throws on the run. He does, he's, he's, he's something. Um, disappointment. I mentioned some of them in my FU segment. Uh, but I'll say one of them again uh, is Seattle. I just expect, I thought this was going to be your opportunity. I didn't necessarily think you're going to win. I know Baltimore is very good. Um, but just laying egg was sad, man. That <laughs> I thought, I, like, like I said, I thought that game was going to be the intriguing game of the week, and there was nothing intriguing about it by halftime. <laughs> it was done. So that's my um, surprises and disappointments. Well, my surprise first uh, is how Rob predicted the score for the, the correct score for Steelers and the Titans on Thursday night football. Uh, you know, it's tough predicting <laughs> scores. Uh, but my real NFL surprise, it, I mean, it's probably the Vikings because, you know, like we just said, you know, Dobbs coming in with a, you know, a new kind of playbook. And he's he basically like fresh off the street, even though he doesn't know how to play football. But, I mean, the Falcons, they're not that good of a team. Even people are giving up on B.J. Robinson. So it's kind of, you know, that's my real surprise. But. My disappointment, it has to be the Rams because you would think that they would have some kind of answer versus the Packers, and the Packers aren't even that good. So, but they, I don't know, they just didn't know how to play football. <laughs> they they lost something. So now you bring in Wentz. We'll, we'll see what he has to bring. Mr. Confidence. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, boy. Where do I go for surprises and disappointments? I'm going to have to steal off of some of y'all. Uh, the surprise is still how the Ravens are still destroying NFC teams. Lamar has such a perfect record. I don't even know who he – the one loss he had against an NFC opponent. I don't even know the one loss. One of y'all probably know, but just it's just unbelievable what they're doing to, to good teams. And that's why I think that Baltimore and, Cle- and Cincinnati is going to be interesting when these two teams play, play because if I'm right about the Bengals being that team again and Baltimore beats them again, then they are the most complete team in the entire league right now. If you look at Baltimore, they might be the most complete team. And, you know, that investment I make, I make every summer down in Delaware looks like it might pay off this year especially with the Eagles and the Ravens doing they could be on a collision course for Vegas and it might be might be a dream scenario for me and a hell of a payday but we'll see how that goes because of course I might mm-hmm. jinx it too but Ravens <laughs> destroying everybody and and then Miami's the disappointment they're such a bunch of frauds I mean come on man you're six and three you're six and oh against bad teams and you're so and you're 0 and 3 against contending teams, even though you know you could put you could put the Chargers and the Bills in that in that middle in that middleman section, but still, this 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 offense team they have to show their schedule in the second half. They have to show that they can actually be a contending team because you get to January and they're not playing scrubs. They're going to be playing contending teams, 
I have to assume that they're going to win this division. So at the end of the day, they have to play somebody good and they better show up because this offense is too good. Their defense is going to get better with Jalen Ramsey back. I, I just don't get why they lost again. I, I You can't lose to them. And the, and the Chiefs are not good offensively if you take away Travis Kelsey. They're just not. So at the end of the day, I, I, I really don't know. Even though the Chiefs are a really good defense, give them a lot of credit. At the end of the day, Dolphins missed the bar again. They missed the ball again. Really, the mm-hmm. W of the week, it, it, I'm mellow this week. I, I don't have a really a rant this week. But then again, you know, I, I wish I could say the Cowboys would be an easy rant and laughable. And they are laughable because this was a game they that the Eagles tried to give away. They tried to give it away to them. And they fucked up again. <laughs> you know, look at, I mean, I mean, you don't have to show the, the highlights again, Kwame, but you don't have to show it again, but. Just the fact that Dak missed on a on a on a touchdown. The the one of the backup tight end had a touchdown, but he missed crossing the plane. And then the stupid penalties at the end that should have they Eagles recently gave him a gen. They scared the hell out of me. And I couldn't mm-hmm. see the end. And they somehow screwed it up. Dak takes a couple sacks, and then they have stupid penalties that just kills them, kills them, kills them, kills them. So even though it took me Halfway to get to that point, Dallas Cowboys team, this team, and their chances of winning, and they don't win, is my dummy of the week. You know, Cowboys are my dummy of the week, even though it's kind of mellow and funny at the end. You know, it's not even crazy. But who who knows? I mean, eventually they'll they'll make me laugh even more later in the year. But it is kind of funny because Eagles have been so good, they're giving games away. Somehow, I could give the Eagles dummy of the week with that Jets loss, but I'll go up. But I'll look back on that later on. But all right, well, Matt looks for. We'll look forward to this game. This is the game of the year. This is the game everybody's been waiting for all season. Give me that. Get the fuck out of here. It's Bears and Panthers, and they're both terrible. They're both bad. They're both horrendous. I think the Giants are worse, but who knows. This is probably the second and third worst teams in the NFC or in the NFL. No, though, the Cardinals are worse. Okay, third and fourth worst teams in the NFL right now. No, third and fifth. I, it don't matter. It don't matter. They're, well, they're two of the five worst teams in the league right now, record-wise. Neither team's going anywhere. This is a Thursday night game. If you're going to have a Thursday night game, have this as a Thursday night game. So give the NFL credit for letting us know that we you will put the shitty games on Thursday night. This is this is what you did. Congratulations. So go ahead if you even care to predict this. Yeah, there's not much to say about this terrible game. Um, <laughs> I, I saw Justin Fields is not playing too. Um, not that that matters. He's garbage, but you know, Tyson <laughs> Badgen is even worse. So that's gonna hurt. But yeah, I'm just gonna make a pick. Carolina. I'll give it to them with the final score of 19 to 9. Make it a terrible score on top of a terrible game. Okay, Carolina 19 to 9. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to, just for by default, we've got these two teams combined, 3 and 14 record. 
Um, and just for the Bears being at home, I'm going to give it to them. Um, and for no other reason than that. And because and Panthers are 1-7. and seven. So Chicago 20, Jags 14. They're, I mean, the... Uh, I meant Jags, I meant Panthers. Panthers, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much to say about this game. Um, I mean, it's... I'm actually going to think... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll stick with the... I mean, I, I mean, I was thinking the Bears would cover uh, as one of my picks, but I stayed away, but I'm going to go with that. Uh, I just think they just play a little bit smarter than the Panthers, so I'm going to go... I'm just thinking it's going to be like a 17-11 to 11 kind of game, maybe even a 17-10. Well, like I said, Al Michaels is in his late 70s. You think he's going to fall asleep and curb streaks going to have to come carry him? Because that's going to be probably the story of the game. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, Kaylee Hong, Hong Tong. She, she turned 38 this week. Sorry <laughs> for, for putting her age out there, but she don't care. But happy, there, birthday happy birthday to her. Happy birthday to her. She should be she should be happy. They should be giving her gifts on the sideline for this matchup. Uh, this match is terrible. The Bears are at home. They'll start bagging again. You know, Panthers are horrible. Bryce Young is just getting, you know, they're now regretting not drafting C.J. Stroud. I'm hearing the reports now out of Carolina. Frank Wright just getting the shit, you know. I feel bad for him. The joke. So, give me the Bears and the final score, 24 to 10. <laughs> All right. And finally, this is it for international games. The last game, the last international game of the season. Sadly, there's not a Mexico game. This is back in Frankfurt, same stadium, same time, same crew. Obviously, John's Colts going against the Patriots. Mm. Boy, remember back in the day when the when man when the when this was the big matchup of the year between Peyton and, and Tom Brady. Boy, have things changed so much since then. They're both bad and they're both, well, one's worse than the other, but another crappy game made mm-hmm. for, for early preference for triplets and, and grits and whatever. So go ahead to it. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize this there was a, this was a another Europe game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. These, like I said, these games are always sloppy. I'm going to say a, a sloppy game might play into the Patriots' hands a little bit more. Um, I don't know. They got at least they're. I, I don't know. I think they may maybe the players and Bill Belichick hear the rumors that Belichick might be leaving. Maybe they play a little bit harder. I don't, what I don't know. I don't have anything prepared. I don't. I, I didn't even realize this was a, a, a Europe game. So. I'm just going to give it to the Patriots. And I'll say I'll say 26-23. Okay. Now you said there's rumors of Bills still leaving after you just signed a new deal? Uh, they, 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 there's been rumors for a while, but yeah, they keep I keep seeing all this stuff. Okay. Supposedly uh, I've seen report people saying that um, um, Kraft wants uh, 
Vrabel would be the head coach and maybe Belichick will mm-hmm. be, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, mm. okay. Um, yeah, I forgot this is nonsense is in Germany too. <laughs> um, but this is the right team to be to send over there. And so I don't have to worry about thinking about this game Sunday morning. Uh, so I'm just going to go with – I'm going to go with the Colts. And Colts, the 24, Patriots 17. Uh, yeah, uh, I forgot this game was uh, overseas too this week. But, you know, what I will say is the Colts have been playing better. Patriots look like they're uh, falling out a little bit. Um, they got an up-and-comer receiver in, in Douglas, but I just think the Colts are they—they, I mean, they—they they ate up on the Panthers. They're going to eat up on the Patriots. So it's going to be like a twenty-four thirteen game. That's my final prediction. Hmm. All right, John. I thought you would pick pick a blowout at your team there. Uh. Oh man. Uh. What do I say about this game? The fact that uh, Mr. Dan Olasky gets another paycheck from another network, that's the shock from this matchup. I didn't think he was going to work for another network besides ESPN with cheap ass. Still running from Jared Allen all these years later. But anyway, to this matchup, to me, the Patriots are so bad, they don't even score enough points to even make this a matchup. I think Belichick's checked out. I really do. I think he's checked out. I've heard the rumors. They may not be rumors. They might be. There might be a buyout coming. Because look, look at it this way: the Patriots are they, they're just they're just not talented. They're not talented. They're not. They're they're they 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 they're uninspiring. They're just the Colts aren't that much better, but the Colts are a much better team right now. They they do score. They do play better. So I got the Colts winning big. I'm big. I have more confidence than you do in your own team, John. And the final score, thirty-one to ten. Gee whiz! All right. Well, be- before we get to to the end here, next week is our big, big live show. We got a lot to look forward to. Uh, we have two yeah. big segments. Kenny will be joining us. Obviously, our top five lists, our mid-season top five lists, my reaction to overreaction, the five questions that nobody knows I'm about to answer about to uh, – what am I saying? To ask. To ask, but you will know what, what I'm going to be saying. Obviously, we'll have a crowd. They can ask questions in the future. You know, we're going to do a question and answer, too. And obviously, we'll see – all of the situations that come through. Uh, a lot to look forward to. We may even make an announcement about the future of this look back show during during this live show. So a lot to look forward to next week. Before we before Lots we get to the suicide segment, y'all thoughts on next week's show. The biggest show we ever did. Yeah. Well we'll we'll have everything ready. I hope. I'll be the one doing all the work. <laughs> yeah. He the most no clue. Part, but we'll figure it out though. Yeah. We'll have it ready. We'll have it planned out. Uh 
I mean, like I told Matt last week, you know, it's going to be much more, you know, fantasy aspect questions. And we, you know, uh, like uh, like you just said, Rob, on the one point, asking that the fans can also ask questions. They might as well do that with the fantasy, too. Um, right now, my team's pretty good. I might even reveal my team during the show. We'll check that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll go from there. But uh, look forward to it. And, uh, you know, it's... It's gonna be great. Yeah, but we'll we'll bring some energy. We'll make it. We'll make it fun. Uh, just wish Matt was there. I just wish Matt was there. But he'll yeah. be. But he'll be on the monitor. So he you he'll he'll be like sitting right next to us on his little lazy boy chair, whatever the fuck he's wearing. Yeah, anyway, yeah, just keep sitting down here. All right, to our suicide league. What what did we do this week? Ooh, wow, that's right. I just had it up. Where did I put it? This was actually a good week for many. Um, well, but pretty good for myself. It's been a good week with the picks for me this week. Um, all around, even my own picks I make for fun. I think I had nine and four. So another good week of picks. Here is the, the leaderboard. We couldn't find Ken until the last minute. He made his pick, oh, and good. he made a good one. So three of you guys picked the Saints. Oh, I went too far. Yeah, no, all right. So that's why I was rooting for uh, Chicago when I realized y'all picked them. I didn't see it until after I made my pick after the fact. Then I looked at every. I mean, before I saw what you guys did, I picked Cleveland. Cleveland yeah. gave me 27 points. You guys got seven, 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 and Ken because he made a late pick. That was all that was left. He got twenty-one. <laughs> so yeah, lucky he stumbled him. onto the Chargers. So Matt's ninety-seven. I'm just leapfrog to second place, eighty-seven. John there at eighty-three. Ken at sixty-nine, and Bob moving on up at eleven. Yeah, I'm moving down in last place, but I'm still I. I... I don't know. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm picking winners last few weeks, but I'm not picking big winners. I'm just picking guys that buy. I got to pick some blowouts, too. We're, we're, we're literally at the halfway right. point. So we still got nine more weeks. Well, we only did eight because we missed the first one. So plenty of time to move up and down. Yeah. What's my uh, fantasy-friendly matchup this week? Uh, I'm going to go with the Detroit and the Charger game. Uh, I think a lot of uh, points can be scored in this game, and that could lead to more fantasy points. Yeah. Uh, I want my intriguing game of the week. There's not many. Huh? So there's not many this week. A lot of the the major high teams are on a bye. Yeah, all the good teams are home. Um, Yeah, but for me, and I almost was about to change it, but I'm going to stick with what I – Thought um I'm still going with the old doo-doo Browns and the Ravens. Um the Ra- Browns with a great defense coming in there. Ravens, the former Cleveland Browns. So whenever they meet, it's always something. They're both coming in with winning records. Uh Deshaun Watson is back. Um, so this should be didn't play bad last week. Didn't didn't play no. bad last week. No, no. And the Ravens are hot to trot. 
um, at home, just blowing folks out. So let's see if the Browns defense can stifle that. Ravens got the number one offense in the league now. Uh, rushing offense, maybe even total, but definitely rushing offense. And uh, so I find this game to be the most intriguing. 49ers Jags, I had sort of a number two spot, but uh, I'm going to stick with the Browns and Ravens. And and uh, Ken's uh, manager special at the Cowboys over the Giants, so he's he's high he's highly <laughs> intrigued by the sixteen points, <laughs> the sixteen point spread. Okay, and some and some tough Jersey kid, some Jersey kid, the veto, whoever the mm-hmm. hell. Where did he find these people at? God sakes, well, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be an ugly that's gonna be an ugly shit show. Uh, that game, uh. So that's all we have for this episode. Like I said, we'll we'll be it. We'll be ready to go for for next week. It's going to be the big one. What we've been waiting for, Matt and I, our thirteen year history. I think 13, 14, 15, I don't even know how many years we've known each other. Our histories from where we started to where we are at with this live show, and obviously, we'll see how the people deal with it and how everybody deals with it. But before we get to that business, we will Matt and I will join us on Sunday for our picks, our picks of the week, our his lock of the week, and my game of the week. And we'll see where we go in those positions. So lot to look into in this Eagles bye week, which is feels good because everything's good right now. So that's all we have for this week. And take us home. All right. And of course, as we get ready to take you home, um, said I, I said before, looking forward to the, the live show. And let's go in there and let's have some fun, and uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. If I get rock for my kids, is that real? Till the sun come up Crack a 40 when the sun go down It's a cold winter Y'all better bundle up And I better be a hotter song